Welcome to a special edition of the Southwestern Career Connection podcast and video series. I'm Mike Despo, Director of Career Services at Southwestern Community College. In this chapter of the Southwestern Career Connection, we will hear a short eight-minute presentation about one of eight employability skills for the North Carolina workforce identified by the North Carolina Community College system. And here at SCC, we have PEAK, a campus-wide commitment that stands for Professional Exploration and Knowledge. We consider these employability skills to be peak skills that our students identify and need to practice to succeed in their future professions. We identified faculty and staff at SEC who can speak with personal and professional wisdom about these skills and their talks were recorded in front of a live audience. Today, we'll hear a peak talk about Reliability and Dependability by Erin McCulley, e-learning specialist. Hi, I'm Erin, and um, I'm here to talk about reliability and dependability. And so I thought I'd just start by kind of setting the tone here. Why even bother to be reliable and dependable? Well, bosses like people who are reliable and dependable, and in fact, they give promotions to those people, and we know promotions equals more money in your pocket. So just keep that in the back of your mind as you consider ways you can become more reliable and dependable. So just to kind of think about this for a second, um, I realized that reliability and dependability is not the most glamorous thing that you could have said about you. You know, you're probably hoping you might overhear someone say, oh, she is so, um, so smart, or he's a genius or even they're ridiculously good looking. Okay, great. You probably want something like that. Maybe hearing that Lori, she's so dependable. <laughs> or Amanda, she's so reliable. So it may not be the most glamorous thing, but flip it on its head for a second. What irritates you the most in your day? Is it, like me, going to the fast food restaurant placing an order at the uh, checkout and get to the first window, they take your order, get to the second window and they're like, oh, you can't pay with a card today. Our machine is down. I don't carry cash. Maybe you do, I don't. And so I'm mad. <laughs> it was not dependable. I am not going back to that restaurant. I'm done. They're dead to me. Okay, but <laughs> just, or like you go to the dentist, right? And you're waiting and the person ahead of you got there late. So now you're late. That can really ruin your day. So just think about it that way. You don't wanna be that guy. You don't wanna be the person who's holding half the puzzle piece or a quarter of the puzzle and the rest of your group is waiting for you to get done what you need, what you all need to get done. So Number one tip, do what you say you will do in the time frame you have committed to. And that seems pretty basic, but it's really important. It's really important to your peers. It's important to your boss. It's important to your teachers right now, I'm sure. So, you know, again, the group project example, right? Like, are you waiting on the person in the group project to finish their thing and you can't do your thing until they do their part? or maybe they don't do their part at all and it affects how your teacher sees you, that's work, that's, that's your job. That's gonna be your job someday and it's a group effort. You're gonna be working with people. You don't want them to be angry with you, right? So 
make sure that you are saying, doing what you say you're gonna do. So how do you do that? You prioritize. So I would say like take a couple minutes at the beginning of every workday and say, what are the things my boss needs me to get done? What are the things that Joe down the hall asked me to help with? Maybe I can prioritize those things. Look at your calendar. How much time do you have to get those projects done? Seems pretty straightforward again, like you can Google these, but maybe you just need to hear them from me <laughs> to actually you know, keep them in mind. But I do wanna say this, know your limits and be honest about them. If your boss gives you a new job or a new, uh, new project and he says, you need to have it done in two weeks, you look at your calendar and you say, oh, there's no way. You've given me like 50 other projects and I've got this to do. Being upfront with your supervisor at that point in time is really important. Think about the time frame, think about the resources you need and what other questions you may have, right? So ask those questions then. Maybe your boss is flexible on the timeline. Maybe, maybe things can wait. Maybe there's some flexibility somewhere else in your other projects. The important thing is that you ask at the beginning, not right when the project is due. They don't like that. Bosses don't like that. You should get, get all of those questions out of the way ahead of time. Don't be like the lady, I don't know if you can see, but she's falling asleep in a Zoom meeting because her battery, her internal battery is low and she's got coffee and that's not even helping. You've been there because you've overcommitted probably at some point in time. So, you know, know your limits. This one's basic. I know you all know this, but I had a band director in high school who would say, if you're on time, you are late. So maybe instead of be on time, it should be be early. Because when you're late, you're not saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. What you're really saying is that my time is more important than your time. People don't like to feel that way. You can lose clients for your business that way. It's really important that you be on time. And if you happen to slip on a banana peel on your way to your meeting, you should probably call the person that you were supposed to meet as soon as possible. Yes, life happens. You know there's gonna be a time when your kid is sick at school and you have to go pick him up and you will miss something that's important. As long as you're communicating proactively, people understand. It's when you leave them hanging that people start to think, that person, they're never on time, they're never reliable, I never hear back from them. You know those people in your life, just don't be that person to someone else. <laughs> the other thing about the email right here is that if you can get into the habit now of responding to communication within 24 to 48 hours, you will be setting yourself up for success because you don't have to have the answer to every communication that comes to you immediately, but if you communicate with that person within 48 hours, you're saying, hey, I hear you, I've received your communication, I'm working on it, I will find a solution for you, but you're helping them be heard. We've heard about how people just wanna be recognized and valued. This is one way you can make sure people know that their communication even got to you in the first place. This one is something that I think is pretty important, even though it's small. If your boss asks you to do something that maybe isn't in your job description, it's a small task, take notes in a meeting, for instance, and you're like, meh, you make all those noises, I'm sure. Instead of doing that, actually do it well. 
because the small things you do well add up to your supervisor, right? And they see, oh, I can trust this person. This person knows what they're doing. They're gonna do what they say they're gonna do in the time frame they're gonna do it, even if it's small. So I can trust that person with other stuff. All right, and the last tip is to be honest, and that means being honest with yourself. Can I get this done in the time frame it needs to be done? And being honest with your supervisor. They wanna hear if you're having struggles. Don't tell someone you know how to do something when you don't know how to do it. Ask questions. They'll rely on you to be honest, and that's important. You also don't wanna get involved in that um, workplace gossip kind of stuff either. Just sliding that in there. And I would like to challenge you to ask your peers, your instructors, and your friends, what are places you see inconsistent in my life? In what ways am I not always reliable? And then actually listen and be willing to work on those areas. And that is all for me.